Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of the YouthWorks State of Mind podcast. I'm Dave and thank you for listening. Now occasionally whilst we record the podcast, we veer a little off topic in our discussions but end up talking about some really helpful things. Now I guess that's what you'd expect from the brilliant guests that we have on for each episode. And today we have something for you that is just that, a really good off-topic discussion. This clip was taken from the recording of our first episode about student ministry with Erin Nagan, Katie Davies and Johnny Hubble. And in it, we end up having a conversation about the effect cancel culture has on the student community and Christians in general. So without further ado, here it is. As the current student here, Johnny, sorry to put you on the spot, do you feel that pressure? to to kind of always be like kind of light to everybody always like kind of like I guess keeping yourself in check and trying to be a inverted commas good Christian we know that's not like a, such a thing but do you feel that yeah. pressure and eyes watching you to see like what you're doing and how you're responding to people um I'd honestly say say no i think in in your head you build up like when you first meet people i remember freshest week like you 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 go into halls whatever and like i came there on a saturday so sunday morning i was like heading off to church and everything like that and in your head you build up thinking like oh everyone's going to be like really i guess just weirded out you that you're the only one out of the room who, who is christian um but um not everyone's like i think really cool with it but there is that expectation like katie said of just um just if you say you are this, just live out that. Um, and I think that's what everyone sort of in their own, I remember in halls, everyone like, if they were to define themselves, as I guess if everyone lives out exactly what they said they, like they believe about themselves, then like everyone's okay with that. And everyone just sort of is, is allowed to express themselves in that way. Um, but I remember having so many like um, conversations in first year and a few this year as well of just um, exactly what like Christianity means to me on like a deeper level instead of just um, because they don't know what it means because they don't know the intricacies of it and um, just being able to I guess say exactly what Christianity means is like actually really amazing because it's not just like read off whatever like long manuscript someone's told you about what Christianity is it's I guess it's like a personal thing um, that I guess Yes, it's, it's just nice to like relate into people and, and connect with. I think I would want to <clears throat> just clarify as well. Like, I think living consistently and authentically doesn't mean living perfectly. And I think it's the yeah. difference between that pressure yeah. of that doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes. It doesn't mean that you might, you know, end up drinking five drinks instead of the three drinks you planned and you end up a bit sloppy. Like, what it actually means is that you demonstrate that you need grace and that you can work through forgiveness with God forgiveness with other people that is way more powerful than any sort of pretense performance um or the feeling that pressure of being perfect that's not that's not living openly living openly is being open to correction mistakes grace um, and everything that comes with that which johnny fyi i think you do really really well mate thank you <laughs> appreciate it society seems very quick at the moment to jump on anyone who makes a mistake so mostly it's famous people um 
like if a famous person makes a mistake, if they say the wrong thing, or if they've done something in the past, there there seems to be a very quick, quick a quickness of um, um, society to jump on those mistakes and not and to not then to then not forgive them for that if they try to make amends. Does that seep into um, university culture at all? Is that has anyone seen any kind of like shadowing of that in university, or does that tend just to be a like a media thing? Um, I think in part, yeah. Um, I, I feel like I have saw it in 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 places. I think it it comes down to I think people at points just want to cut themselves off from anything that they may seem as like damaging to themselves in a way. Um, so I guess in real life, if you're around someone who um, consistently or even like one or two times, um, I guess, does something hurtful or damaging, that sort of thing. Um, people are quick to cut them off um, in that way. And I guess find other people who think the same, are the same, and I guess follow and are in the same sort of bubble. Um, and I guess in a way that's another like opportunity to, again, like live authentically. Um, and to say like, it doesn't work like that because at the end of the day, you're gonna have to be around people um, that you like, that you don't like, and you're still going to have to live with them and live authentically with them. Um, so I guess just, again, it's a, it's a way to step out um, in your own bubbles and um, be that be that light almost. I saw a video online that I found super helpful. I mean, especially in the context of we're in November, the election is still going on at the moment. Um, Barack Obama was speaking to like a foundation at a conference with with young people and he was talking about Generation Z and he's saying, you know, you're so quick to, to mark people with you're this, you're that, this is what you've said. And he's like, and the world is just way more grey than you think it is. Like bad people love their kids and sometimes do great things and good people make mistakes. Like we've really got to get to grasps with that rather than demanding that someone fit the perfect picture of what I think they should in order to fulfill a role in my life, be that president of the country or best friend. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think media uh, narrative, the narrative of media plays into that cancel culture massively. <clears throat> and that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, Oh, they've done this or X, Y, and Z have done this and oh, they're canceled now. That's it. Like that's the narrative. And I think media and social media and the narrative of news or whatever fuels that massively. And I think you see the impacts of that with the student generation who are swept up by what they see, what they hear, uh, and that affects the way they see. And I think I love what Johnny said around, but that again provides this opportunity for you to be authentic in your narrative, in the way you live life, in the way you extend grace, in the way you, your perspective of the world looks a little different. Um, I think again, is like places where there's real invitation for Christian students on campus to just be themselves. And like, they might have an opinion, they might not have an opinion, whatever that is, the way they live that out, I think creates space for a really good conversation. And I think that's the thing that we see and hear a lot about, of students having great, deep, meaningful conversations with each other about each other's perspectives. We might not agree, we might, might disagree, but the fact that we can really talk about it together and learn from one another, even if we do, I think that these are spaces of gold. And I, I think, I think, it's, uh, maybe it's maybe it's just from my experience of 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 uni um as well and uh, we we already established that was a long time ago but 
but I think there's also there's, a, there's something within um, I just wonder if Christians need to give each other more of a break like an act and, and that sounds really odd but I realise that there's a there's equally as culture within uh, different churches like and it's not a church battle but there's people that are like oh my theology is actually better than your theology and 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 I do that and the way we do that is better and that's what and this is the reason why and I see it in the church and I see it and, as, and I, I work on a Darson level so I see it between churches and I see but actually we're like we need to cut each other some slack like actually is the fact and we need to realize there's gray area like actually how we all meet with God is different how we all live our lives is different and we all journey with God in a different way and I think therefore there's that thing that goes we need to better model between ourselves as much what that what that looks like rather than trying to be over like and we might end up totally editing this out um <laughs> but but i feel like that's that's something really like there's something about students and saying oh i'll hold you to account and there's this council culture but we it's crept into the church as much as it's crept in elsewhere and and i think there's there's something where kind of actually we just need to be able to, and particularly within student world is better go actually do you know what <laughs> we can sit alongside the catholics and the anglicans and the free church guys and the and and and, and the methodists and we can all like actually we'll, we've got commonality and we might do things differently but actually do you know what? we can have that conversation together and we can we can be the church rather than be churches if that makes sense yeah. and i think there's a huge opportunity there and what i love is the fact that and my, my observation is that the the gen Z the and and kind of yeah particularly teenagers at the minute and and they fit in a really weird ground that they're kind of gen z kind of gen alpha beginnings of gen alpha kind of but there's there's a but actually there's something about like we don't want to be labeled on this and actually like that i'm a christian doesn't matter where i worship like let's let's find the commonality and i think one of the great things is in, in particularly lockdown and let's be honest this season has been a one of turbulence within society and I, my prayer is is that and I realise this is wider than just student for students, but I hope that it lives out on campus and lives out in our student cities is that, um, that actually like all the stuff that's come out of Black Lives Matter, where we go, do you know what? Actually, we are, this is this is this is important that we all like we sit alongside each other, we value each other, that we listen to each other, that we learn from each other. That is that is across society. Um, and actually that fits within the church as much as it fits everywhere. And that, that's that's kind of feels a bit left. Of, I might have dropped that in sort of left field, but actually there's something about going, no, 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 we, we need to rethink this and we need to be able to do this really well. Um, we need to be the light in the darkness, not the darkness that masquerades a little bit as light and occasionally we flicker. So, sorry, that went deep. That went deep. Um, but I'm like linking into that quickly. Like some of the questions that you do hear from people who aren't Christian, the things that they do hear about from Christians is the times that they are opposed to something that society like usually accepts and that sort of thing. And so it's, I guess it's, and I remember having conversations specifically because we're in, because I'm in Liverpool and the amount of like Northern Irish students you get and Irish students, the big Protestant Catholic, like just like all of that going head to head to actually say now, nah, like at the end of the day, we may disagree on these like small details, but like at the end of the day, we're all believing in the same God, same Jesus. And that sort of thing. So, so I guess like step out is again like countercultural in in the same way. That message is powerful, isn't it? Of like unity isn't uniformity, and I think we're seeing that now in in such an amazing way. I think what you said, Ben, around the Black Lives Matter, also with churches. I think that point is really key because often we we think this my way or our way or this way is the right way of doing stuff, and then you go, 
And I think the generation now, and especially those teenagers are looking at this and going, actually, this is just about me being a follower of Jesus, not me being labeled as X, Y, and Z. So actually the fact that we can be united, we can be a unified body of Christ, but not all look the same, sound the same, and do, do this up the same way. And that is powerful. And I think if anything, this Gen Z and, and the emerging generation will be able to, I think they will probably carry that in a way generations before them probably haven't been able to because they're like, we see through this. We're able to see what, what is really, what is real because there is so much available. We're able to see every single narrative played out in front of us that we can go, actually, you know what? And I think university is the, is the amazing opportunity where you can, you can sit with a Catholic, a Protestant, a, someone from an evangelical charismatic church or whatever, and different theology, different stream, different culture. And I think even that, I think that, if anything, sharpens you. And then we start to look more like the body of Christ because then we go, actually, this is what it looks like to be unified, to be united. And we all, all don't look the same or speak the same and worship the same or encounter in the same. But this is what brings us together, that's him. And I think, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's good. I hope you enjoyed this bonus clip and found it helpful. And we'd love to carry on the conversation with you. And the best place to do this is on our Instagram account at youthworkstateofmind. On there, we and many others in the youth ministry community can discuss what these things mean for us in our own context. And of course, we will post all of our past and future episodes and talking points on there so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for listening and we hope to see you again for our next episode. Thanks for listening to this bonus content for the YouthWork State of Mind podcast. It was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was produced by Ben Green and David Harris with music from Purple Planet. You can listen to more of their music at purple-planet.com. Special thanks to Aaron Nagam, Katie Davies and Johnny Hubble for joining us on this episode. For more episodes, show notes and excellent youth work resources, visit our website bdeducation.org.uk and make sure you follow us on Instagram at youthworkstateofmind to be kept up to date with youth work where you are.